Welcome to the Black Moon Lilith Rising podcast. The energy of the dark feminine is rising. Are you ready to reclaim your power? Understand the power of the dark mother of creation in astrology, Lilith. It's time for the world to recognize the power of dark feminine energy and how you can use it to heal, transform, and create the magic in your own life. Welcome back to another episode of the Black Moon Lilith Rising podcast. Today is a solo episode, and we are going to get into the astrology of Saturn in Pisces. This is a super important transit that will be for the next two and a half years. And on top of this, we have Pluto in Aquarius as well coming up this month. So I'm not going to talk too, too, too much about Pluto in Aquarius this episode. This is going to be for another episode that needs its own dedicated moment. But March as a result, 2023 is going to be an extremely life-changing month for a lot of the collective. So before we get into all of the important details with this transit, let's get into some announcements. So my 2023 Astro Alchemy horoscopes are now streaming on Black Moon Lilith Collective. This is my premium video streaming platform that is chock full with hundreds of hours of horoscopes, programs, workshops dedicated to empowering the collective, not only through Lilith, but through astrology itself. There are courses on tarot, human design. We've got movement courses. We've got meditation. We also have horoscopes created by me, astrological workshops. A lot is in that platform. So it's of great value if you really love the podcast and you really love all of the content that I put out on social media and you want to dive deep, this is for you. So if you want to check out the 2023 horoscopes and you are not a member of the tribe, you now can for just $24 for the first month. So I am running my promotion still that um, the offering is $20 off your first month. So that's $24 total. And you also can get $20 off the entire year if you really are a fan and you know you want to be a part of the tribe for a year, that option is great for you too. So you can enter the code Lilith Tribe at checkout and visit LilithAstrology.com to purchase, or you can check out the show notes on this episode and click the coupon links and it will automatically add those offers to your cart. So I hope to see you all in the tribe. And another amazing announcement... I can't believe I'm saying this. It's wild. But the pre-sale of my upcoming card deck and book is slowly but surely starting now. So we've got the Black Moon Lilith Cosmic Alchemy Oracle. This is a 44-card deck. And it's absolutely stunning. If you take a look at the product page, you'll be like, oh my gosh, this cover. Lilith looks... It, it just looks so ethereal and powerful and i'm just so proud of the deck 
And we also have the Black and Loth Rising book. This takes you through Lilith in astrology and through the 12 signs and the houses and aspects. It's like chock full of amazing information all about Lilith. That is now on pre-sale as well, too. And that's at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Waterstones, all online. And more retailers, more information is going to be added as we get closer to the launch date in October of this year. So join my email list so that you can get up to the minute details on all of that. But I'm so proud of these projects and I cannot wait for it to be available for all of you. All of my teachings will be available and you can basically have me at home on your bookshelf. It's fantastic, right guys? It's the way that I can get this message and get my work out to a lot of people and I'm so proud of it. So I'm gonna be talking more and more about the launch, but pre-sale is going on now and you can click on the links also in the show notes to access those pre-sales or you can visit the coven. I posted the pre-sale links on our editorial section of the website and that's at lilithastrology.com as well. And if you click on the top, the coven, it will be under the March horoscopes post. I, um, I added those links. So, so, so proud of that. And now let's get into the Saturn in Pisces transit. So this is a long transit, not as long as Pluto in Aquarius. That's also coming up in March. That's 20 years. This is about two and a half years. And Saturn entered into Pisces on March 7th, 2023, and it will leave Pisces on May 25th, 2025. However, Saturn will briefly re-enter Pisces again on September 1st, 2025, after a little preview in the sign of Aries, and it will leave Pisces for good on Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2026. So this is approximately two and a half, three years of a transit. So the best way to talk about a transit like this is to first go over the archetype of the planet Saturn. Uh, but before I get into this, so in this episode, I'm going to go over the collective energies. So I'm going to go over Saturn and Pisces and what this means. We're going to go over the history. We're going to go over what it could mean for the next few years on a collective level. We'll talk a little bit about the personal, interpersonal level. But if you do want to understand what is coming for your Zodiac sign, I am going to be posting only for my members on Black and Loath Collective horoscopes for each of the 12 Zodiac signs. And I'm going to walk you through what house um, how it's squaring your sun or your moon and what that means for you and what you should look for during the Saturn and Pisces transit. So if you are interested in that as well, you can claim the offer and check those out. Now let's get into the collective forecast on the podcast. So Saturn as an archetype. So Saturn is associated with the archetype of the teacher the father, or the taskmaster. And Saturn represents boundaries, structure, discipline, reality. And it rules over the zodiac sign of Capricorn. And it also is the ancient ruler of Aquarius. Uranus is the modern ruler of Aquarius as well. And Saturn, though, still has domain and control 
over the sign of Aquarius. I am a both modern and ancient ruler type of chick. So I take both into account, but we do want to honor that Saturn rules over Aquarius as well, because this is also the transcendence of boundaries and the structure of our reality and our traditions. So as a result, Saturn gets the vibe of fear. If you don't know how to work with these type of harsh energies, Saturn, when Saturn transits, it often can be felt as restriction, limitation, or challenges, and it can bring up obstacles in our way in order to steer us on the right path or to steer us off of a path that is no longer in alignment with us. And it breaks through the boundaries that we have had or set for ourselves, whether it's mentally or physically, it breaks through them to allow us to get to that new reality. So this planet is also associated with hard work, perseverance, and also the rewards that come after all of this arduous work and dedication. So the thing with Saturn is Saturn loves to reward that hard work. And a lot of the time, Saturn's rewards have longevity. So this can be working at your business for 20 years or um, putting in a lot of sweat equity into something over a long span of time and finally receiving the results that will last you for generations. That's Saturn's rewards versus Jupiter, which can be very like, quick and easy, but then it can also leave quickly and leave fast. And Jupiter represents luck and prosperity on the opposite end of, of Saturn. It's not as free. Saturn is not as free giving, but when Saturn does give, it's it can last for a long time, generations. And Saturn's influence can also be felt in our relationships with authority our parents, our bosses, and not feeling like enough, restricting who you truly are to make others around you feel more comfortable. Also, it can delay a growth into who you are because of not feeling comfortable in one's skin. It's like a late bloomer type of energy where you may feel like you can't shine or be yourself until later in life. Saturn can also represent harsh judgment or criticism that we can impose on ourselves and others. And it can also be constructive criticism as well. So when we learn to work with Saturn's energy, we can achieve great success and fulfillment. And by developing that discipline, we can overcome these limitations and achieve our goals and go past these boundaries that we've set for ourselves. So Saturn wants the best for you, but Saturn isn't going to be cozy and nurturing about it. Like the moon, for instance, who's the ruler of Capricorn's opposite sign, Cancer. This is really interesting, right? When we think of the moon, it's like the antithesis of Saturn. The moon is the nurturing mother and Saturn is the stern Father, we also can think of the sun that rules Leo. This is the opposite sign of Aquarius, which is ruled by Saturn. And the sun and Leo is about being yourself and self-expression and being the center of attention and not caring what other people have to say about 
how you express yourself, whereas Saturn is more about the subdued restriction of that. And Aquarius is as well. And Aquarius is also the audience to that expression. So it's also the collective. So this is a big transcendent moment for the collective past our own restriction and our own self-limitation during this shift. So let's talk a little bit about the mythology of Saturn, right? Because in astrology, the planets are actually assigned after mythical deities that allow us to understand the energy of that celestial body even more. So Saturn is a male deity and his name is also called Cronus in Greek mythology. Saturn's the Roman version. He was a powerful and complex figure, and he was associated with time, agriculture, and he was all about the cycles of life. He's often depicted as old, of course, and he was bearded and he represented like father time, right? Like it's like old age, old wisdom, patriarchal energy, and he carried a, a sickle. And that represented the harvest and the ability to cut down what was no longer needed. And Saturn was known for a tumultuous relationship with his children. So this is where he gets the dark, uh, the dark, masculine, terrible father, uh, challenging paternal energy. And this is the shadow side of Saturn. So according to the myth, he feared that his offspring would one day overthrow him. So he devoured each of his children as they were born. So this was a cycle of jealousy, of wanting to control the future, wanting to dominate the future, instead of acceptance that one day his lineage and his children may be what take his place. He decided out of jealousy and wanting to control that he wanted to eat them. So this ancestral cycle, this ancestral trauma was actually broken by his wife who managed to save their youngest child, Zeus, which you all know, and trick Saturn into swallowing a stone. Instead, Zeus is known as the chief God of the pantheon. Saturn was correct. Zeus did rise up and Zeus is represented by Jupiter in the chart. And it's really interesting. I brought up Jupiter earlier in the broadcast because Jupiter is all about expansion and prosperity and optimism versus Saturn. It's not that right. And Saturn was trying to eat Zeus. <laughs> it was trying to overtake that and allowed his shadow to destroy his relationships with his offspring and essentially eat them. So in astrology, this mythological story can be interpreted as Saturn's role of taskmaster, disciplinarian in the birth chart. If you have some challenging aspects to Saturn, there could have been challenges with the paternal energy in your life. So Saturn was willing to devour his children out of fear. This planet also represents the limitations and obstacles we must face to grow and mature. So Saturn is not all negative. He is also associated with wisdom, age. It's like the wisdom that comes from experiences, aging like fine wine, as well as the rewards that come from hard work and perseverance. Saturn is the god of harvest 
And the ancient Romans celebrated him as that. So it symbolizes the bounty that can be achieved through hard work. It takes a lot to reap a harvest. It takes a lot to even plant the seeds, to water them, to nurture the soil, to build up a farm, to build up the structure, to even have that harvest is a lot of work. And the Romans celebrated Saturn and celebrated the bounty from Saturn's and this gift from Saturn from that hard work. The best way to work with Saturn is to understand the lessons of Saturn in your specific chart and to understand the lessons of that specific Saturn cycle, of what sign Saturn is moving through, what house that's moving through in your chart. Of course, join Black Moon Lilith Collective if you would like to know where Saturn is moving in your chart because that will give you more of an idea. I'm going to be launching those horoscopes there. But that is the overall energies of Saturn as an archetype. So now let's layer on Pisces as a zodiac sign. So as planets move through the sky and they move into new signs, they take on the energy, the archetype of that zodiac sign. So in astrology, Pisces is the final and 12th sign of the zodiac. It is a mutable water sign that is associated with the symbol, the fish, and it is associated with intuition, sensitivity, creativity, spirituality, and it's ruled by Jupiter and the planet Neptune. So Jupiter is not only a planet of luck, but it is a planet of spiritual growth and it rules over Pisces. It does also rule over the sign Sagittarius as well. And Neptune is the modern ruler of the sign Pisces. So Pisces as an archetype is like the dreamer, the mystic, the creative artist. And Pisces is typically a highly intuitive, empathic sign and really sensitive to the emotions of others. And they also, and I'm, I'm speaking about the, the people right now, so we can get more of an essence of this energy. They are typically more imaginative, creative, and they tend to be drawn to artistic or spiritual pursuits, but they also can be drawn to careers of service, like a medical doctor, nurse, and ways that they can help people, therapists, ways that they can be supportive to the collective is a huge calling for Pisces. So... Some Pisces can really feel like they're right about things in the future. This is similar to Cancer and Scorpio, the other fellow water signs. And their sign is also associated with their dreams, mysticism, and the search for purpose. Pisces often experiences life through an intuitive or emotional lens. And sometimes that can make it challenging for them to navigate the everyday humdrum parts of life. They may want to escape it. So... This is some of the shadow of Pisces. Pisces can manifest as escapism, confusion, or lack of boundaries. So not being able to say no, feeling like guilty for setting up boundaries in the way that you want to be treated. Some Pisces may struggle with addiction, codependency, or feeling overwhelmed by the emotions of others. So, But Pisces is a very selfless and compassionate zodiac sign and this makes them natural healers and helpers and they really as an archetype they represent a deep connection to the spiritual and emotional realms of life and 
this basically is setting the tone for this transit. So before I get into what is coming for the collective when it comes to Saturn and Pisces, now that we've gone over the two archetypes, Saturn and the zodiac sign Pisces, I want to now backtrack to the last two Saturn and Pisces cycles. So Saturn is a planet that takes 29 years, around 29, 29 and a half, sometimes 30, to go through the entire zodiac cycle. So this is why with the Saturn return, your first Saturn return will be around the age of 29. Then you'll have your second Saturn return with what is called the midlife crisis around the age 58, 59, and so on. So add another 29 years and you'll get your third Saturn return. Obviously, it's not really humanly possible to have a fourth. But basically, this is like an astrological coming of age. And these are major life cycles. So first, I want to get into Saturn in Pisces in the 1960s. So and I know some of my listeners were born around this time. And some of you may be going through your Saturn return, which will be even more of a good reason for you to join the tribe so you can learn more about what's in store for you in that respect. But one of the Saturn and Pisces transits was in 1964. So Saturn was in Pisces March 24th, 1964 to March 3rd, 1967. So about a few years. And Let's think about what happened back then. I mean, this was a huge time of cultural, social change for the United States and for the world. So we had the Vietnam War during this transit of Saturn in Pisces. And it was intensifying during this time. And then we also have the civil rights movement, which is huge. And this was gaining momentum in the United States with the Civil Rights Act of 1964. And this was signed into law through protests and demonstrations, leaders like Dr. Martin Luther King. And we also had the counterculture movement with the hippie movement, the Summer of Love in San Francisco in 1967. And we also had the space race as well between the U.S., and the back then, the Soviet Union competing to be the first to explore space and land on the moon. So just those few events alone, we can take a look at Pisces, caring and nurturing and having empathy for the collective civil rights movement, making civil decisions to benefit and help more people instead of taking away from them. That's very Piscean service oriented energy. The counterculture was all, I mean, it was a different form of spirituality. It was more of a escapist shadow version of spirituality. And of course, that's not everyone, but a lot of it was about drugs and escapism and sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And the hippie movement, Summer of Love, San Francisco, that's huge Saturn and Pisces energy. And um, a lot of people didn't really survive those times because there was so much indulgence in substances um, that it was very challenging for them to do so. So now let's move on to the next time that Saturn was in Pisces in the 90s. So 
Last time Santa was in Pisces was from January 29th, 1994 to April 8th, 1996. And this was a time of major emotional intensity, emotional growth, emotional maturity, spiritual growth for the collective in various facets of life. And think about the lessons. If you were alive back then, if this was a, a major time for you, think about the lessons that you learned back then. Saturn had a lot to do with things like escapism, addiction, boundaries, and a lot of people really wanted to change things socially on a government level, on a world level to help people in the collective versus harm them. So overall, Saturn in Pisces really coincided with events related to social justice, human rights, and global di diplomacy. And this is similar to the Saturn in Pisces transit in the mid-60s. So here are some of the important events that happened the last time in the 90s that Saturn was in Pisces. We had the Rwandan genocide, which was horrific. And this was one of the deadliest genocides in modern history. And that began on April 6, 1994 and lasted for about 100 days. Half a million to a million people, tragically. Pisces also represents loss. It represents seclusion, it represents sacrifice, and it, it's just an energy that can also be about tremendous loss. And obviously, that was something that happened during that event. We also had the South African elections. So like with the civil rights movement in the United States, that really helped change certain things on a societal level. Obviously, it did not completely change everything, but there were some steps forward. And now the South African elections, they held their first democratic elections on April 26th or 29th, 1994. And this marked the end of apartheid and the beginning of a new democracy and equality in South Africa. Again, this happened during Saturn in Pisces. So those were the big themes the last two times that Saturn was in Pisces. And I really want to also, there's some pop culture things that I, I really found during this time that are so important to mention as well. The OJ Simpson trial was a big part of Saturn in Pisces. And that began January 24th, 1995. And OJ Simpson was a former football player who was accused of murdering his ex-wife, Nicole Brown Simpson, and her friend, Ron Goldman. And he was a Pisces moon, which was in the eighth house that represents death, murder, taboo, was also activated by Saturn. So there's just a little astrology to understand how this can manifest personally. It was about the murder trial for him. Obviously, it was a very challenging situation, and it was a long, drawn-out trial. Another notable event during this time, and, and tragic event, is Kurt Cobain, the lead singer of Nirvana's death, was um, by suicide on April 8th, 1994. He was found dead in his home in Seattle by a self-inflicted gunshot wound, and he was a Pisces son. And this was also his 
Saturn return. So he was a Saturn in Pisces and his Pisces Saturn was is in the area of his relationships. So, and I know that the, he had, did have a very turbulent marriage with Courtney Love. I won't get too deep into it, but this is how sometimes a Saturn return can play out. He was around, um, this is his first Saturn return. So around the age of your late 20s, it's like 29, when it really gets exact, this is what happened for him. I'm not saying that this is going to happen for everyone. Just a personal example of this transit and what that can happen or what can happen in a celebrity's life. And then a lighter note, Friends, the popular TV show, premiered September 22nd, 1994, and this became a cultural phenomenon, catapulting the actress Jennifer Aniston's career. And of course, I had to look up her chart around that time. And Saturn was activating her fifth house of creativity and self-expression. And she also has Pluto in Virgo in the 11th house of large groups. Um, and basically... This basically activated that axis and really put her into the spotlight, really solidified her career and her creative endeavors. So that's a positive way that Saturn can affect you. So that's a little history on Saturn and Pisces and just some background on it. And so in terms of the collective, um, what's ahead this Saturn in Pisces transit. Well, we can take a look at some of the things that have been rumbling before the Saturn in Pisces transit started. So the thing with Saturn transits is you start to feel that energy before it actually moves into that sign because it's such a bigger transit, such a bigger energy, and it's affecting more people. So nursing is a big career that is under the zodiac sign Pisces. It's a service position. And we saw some protests, the nursing strikes that were happening earlier on this year. We also saw there was some fraudulence in the nursing profession, and they found that people were essentially creating documents saying that they were registered nurses or they did have the qualifications to practice and they did not. So that was a couple of big things in, in the Piscean areas of life that have come up already so far. And we've also had really challenging weather with water. So I know in New Zealand, there was, they call them cyclones down there instead of hurricanes. There was a cyclone down there. Um, in general, we have had basically climate change and sea levels rising. We've had more threatening hurricanes intensify over the past five years, and they are going to also intensify during Saturn and Pisces. And I think also as a co collective, the government is really going to, I totally just got excited there. As a collective, the government is really going to be pressured to place more responsibility on conservation and doing things to ensure our way of life and ensure um, the safety of, of people who live in areas that can be affected by um, water catastrophes and the weather. So this can be implementing more climate change friendly laws and 
boundaries and how we can really set up rules to manage the situation. Saturn is all about rules. A, another big part of Saturn Pisces is our healthcare system. So not only just nurses, but our healthcare system, especially in the United States, is extremely broken and it does not serve people. And that is going to be under a microscope and go through some changes. Pisces rules over things like viruses. It rules over chemicals, poisoning. And we literally had, we had the huge chemical spill in Ohio, which has not been getting as much press or coverage as it should be. That is very Saturn in Pisces. And I just read an article that they were threatening to, um, they're closing Indian Point. I think it's in Poughkeepsie. It's somewhere upstate in New York. Um, but they were threatening to dump nuclear waste essentially into the Hudson. And I think, I don't think it was voted in. I hope not. Um, last time I checked, but that is very Saturn in Pisces by poisoning our water source, our water supply, um, so that we essentially have nothing to drink. And, and they're creating that restriction against water. So Pisces is a water sign. Pisces rules over the oceans. And of course, the, the fish is a symbol. And it's really saddening to hear that in Ohio, there were just dead fish in the rivers close to this toxic spill. Saturn in Pisces. And Saturn wasn't even in Pisces yet. So that is going to be another spotlight focus is how we can do better and not be poisoning our water and poisoning our environment through these spills and really focus on how we can truly nurture and take care of our waterways because we need water <laughs> and there may be more scarcity in terms of water sources during Saturn in Pisces. So I do want to end on a more positive note about Saturn in Pisces. Saturn not only has to do with, you know, we're tearing down old behaviors, we're changing structures, we're setting boundaries, we're setting in rules, but it also has to do with transcending old structures and old boundaries that are no longer working. And Pisces has to do with dreams and our creativity. Pisces energy is like, like when we think of Neptune, the ruler of Pisces as well, this is the higher octave of Venus's creativity where it's like, like Hollywood is Neptune energy and Piscean energy. Creating your own movie, creating your own script, creating music, creating a whole entire world. It's illusion. That's also very Piscean. We are going to see a lot of transcendent creativity and people and individuals coming forth over the next couple of years that are going to completely transform what we see creatively and what we see artistically. This also can be the rise of AI. I know this with using softwares like Midjourney or ChatGPT. These are things that are helping creatives and boosting their their abilities to upper up, up their game into higher and higher octaves of creativity. Midjourney, for all of you who don't know, this is essentially an AI design platform and you can basically design and, and create at will anything visually. And same with ChatGPT, it's, it goes for the written word there as well. 
So, and, and it's not just these two programs. AI is also going to be a big part of Saturn in Pisces because it's really going to test creativity and test your boundaries. Are you going to be open to these new technologies or shun them and stay stuck in the past? So we are going to also see transcendence and the merging of creativity and technology during Saturn in Pisces. So I hope you all enjoyed this solo podcast episode. I would love for all of you to know what is in store for each of your zodiac signs, your sun, your moon, your rising. By joining Black Moon Collective, I will be launching my horoscopes on the platform for you to stream. And I hope to see you on the next podcast episode. Happy Saturn and Pisces.